2: Or do you really know what you're talking about? Well, that was a strange experience. Did
1: uh, you uh, did you uh, enjoy the experience? Because you had never seen this one, had you?
2: No, I. Not only have I never seen it, I didn't know anything about it. All right. And we talked during the week, and um, um, and you, you pointed out that you know I must have seen it because episode three was on the Lost in Time box set, and I've n- I've got that, and I know I watched everything, but. Um, even when I watched episode 3, I couldn't remember ever watching that before.
1: No, episode 3 was the, up until The restaurant's found was the only extant episode. And it's, it's the most unrepresentative of the serial. And... So nothing happens in episode three, does it? It's, no,
2: you could easily yeah. just skip that. But but no, the other thing is, because I didn't know anything about it, right? I yeah. went into it, all I, I knew about it was, yeah, uh, Patrick Troughton plays the bad guy. yeah, And that was it. And all I knew other than that was that, you know, that famous, you know, black and white still of, you know, he's kind of like leaning forward. I think he's got yes. his hand on the table. But because of what, salamander wears i just had it in my head that it's a historical because oh, he, right. yeah. he his clothing doesn't match any other clothing i mean it's quite futuristic isn't it as yes. you said earlier in the week it's very ufo uh, the clothing but because he was almost like you know dressed in you know uh, 17th 18th century i thought it was just a doctor who riff on um, you know uh, yeah. the prisoner of zender or something so like
1: the so you thought it was going to be like the uh, the massacre yeah uh, where, so they just come across a uh, <coughs> a double for the doctor who's a historical figure that's what
2: i thought yeah. it was and yeah, i said to you you know on <laughs> sunday when we were doing mad max in character yeah. after after we were talking i said uh, there is science fiction isn't isn't there in this and you you're like yeah 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 there there, there will be give it yeah. time and uh, yeah so it's an odd beast because i went into it thinking it was going to be one thing then it becomes another thing and also, you had pre-warned me that episode four things
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> take a very odd turn, very odd and turn, uh, yes. yeah. So, so I went into it thinking it was going to be one thing, and came out of it out the other end thinking, well, that was odd, you know. <laughs> and it is, isn't it? It's a it, 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 it,
1: it's it's a, a most odd unrepresentative Chantin uh, story, I think. It's it's not like any other Chantin story. No one really acts like. They they do in most of the others. Like in this, because because obviously, um, Troutman, if he was playing Salamander, he wasn't playing the Doctor. So they gave all the Doctory bits to Jamie. Mm. Um, so Jamie's sort of he, he's he's a genius in this one, and he? he's really really clever, really intelligent, quick witted. Yep. Which is, I I love this take on it, but it's not the Jamie we sort of know and love No,
2: no, that's that's absolutely what's going on there, isn't it?
1: Yes, yeah. And then all the Jamie bits, I presume, were given to Victoria. So she's actually, she's got a bit beefier role in this than she normally would have. Well, apart from episode
2: three, when she's in the kitchen. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Put her in the kitchen. Um, So it's such a weird, a weird sort of show. It's... Because you're right, you start watching it and it's almost pure ITC spy drama type things. It's politics. It's, and it's like, ooh, okay, this is the... And then Left Turn, episode four. It's like, what?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that, up until that point, I, I think I'd seen two episodes when we talked yeah. on Sunday. And, you know, they mention about they, they, they travel around in rockets. Yes. But and, and and there was some we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute when I find it in the in the in in my notes about you know the sun something but you know you're you're absolutely right when you said it's like an Avengers story or something yeah and and
1: that's Avengers done on a budget of threepence
2: yes yeah it? I I'd I, love I,
1: to see it in colour I mean, I
2: exactly what yeah. I was just about to say yeah. I was about to say um, I I I would really like there to be some color stills from this yes. not not colorized ones but actual colour can stills. i imagine
1: yeah imagine trouton's outfit was fairly colorful
2: yeah i want to know how much yeah you know brown face he's got as salamander
1: it's it's difficult to tell isn't it because um when when he first impersonates salamander he's obviously not in any makeup no one goes you're looking a bit pale there but later on when he's actually playing salamander he's obviously got some brown face going on mm. Um, it, yeah, it, his his Mexican accent is just a thing to behold. There, but <laughs> it, this is um, so. This was written by David Whitaker, who was the first script editor for Doctor Who. He was hugely influential. He's basically set up most of the stuff we we know and love uh, in Doctor Who. Um, totally missing from the uh, docudrama about the beginning of Who. I watched again the other night, and it annoyed me this time. I, I, I enjoy it, but it annoyed me how inaccurate it is. Why
2: throughout. do you think he's not in it? Has he been, like, you know, just pushed to one side or brushed think, under the carpet or something? I
1: think they went with the notion, which I think is the lesser, the less, least interesting notion, they went with the notion that... We wanted, we wanted the same characters, so Verity Lambert all the way through, Waris uh, Hussain as the director for all of them. Uh, no, he wasn't. No, no, and, they, no. and they ignore lots of it. So And the way they film it is like a movie thing, so like halfway through a scene, Hartner will go, I need to step out for a bit, and they go, OK, we'll call that a... cut." It's like, no, none of that was how they did it. And I don't know why they did that, but yeah, David Whittaker, completely gone. So as far as we're concerned here, Boris Hussain, the director, basically worked on all the scripts and got them done. And it's like, no, no. That, the director was the least important person on that set. Mm. You know, they were brought in basically to just get some film in the can. To
2: direct the action.
1: Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. so David Whittaker was, I think, one of the most influential people at the beginning. Um, he, he understood Doctor Who inside out. Um, but the, but this is such a weird story for him. This is not... You couldn't see this fitting into Hartnell's time.
2: No, and also, I, I, <clears> I, you know, um, I now own it, so it can go on my shelf. Yes, and uh, and it goes, you know, between, I think, the Web of Fear and the Ice Warriors. Yeah. So you've got those two classic stories, and then you've got this oddity just sat between them.
1: Yeah, yeah, so you've got, yeah, you've got the Ice Warriors... Then this, then Web of Fear, and um, yeah, it's it's not like anything around it. Um, I'm trying to think what the next story that would match it would be like. It's difficult to think whether anything is like this, (coughs) possibly Mind of Evil or something like that. Mm. But um, it's also, I mean, straight from you know, straight into episode one, and uh, we're on an Australian beach. But even that's weird, isn't it? Because it's like, what? They're not not—they're not on the south coast. That is a... It's a strange
2: yeah. choice to set it in Australia.
1: Very strange, considering almost no one can do an Australian accent. Well, well,
2: yeah, yeah. And, you know, if we're talking accents as well, um, when they're in Hungary, I've yes. never heard one no. Hungarian accent either. No.
1: There's absolutely no point in them being in Hungary, is there? It adds nothing or australia to the story yeah or australia (laughs) yeah it um it could all be set. i mean it gives it a lovely world feel um did you find it weird that it was like it was um set in
2: 2018 yes uh just ever so slightly but i'm sure i read somewhere that it was set in 1980 right
1: yeah i i I thought it might have been because i said before didn't i that because the, the fashions are so UFO, mm. um, I wondered if your brain had gone, oh, I mean, UFO 1980.
2: I have got it <coughs> somewhere in my notes here. When I reached that point, yeah. I have put, um, um, what I've got? Real salamander what's he wearing compared to the futuristic 1980s, same like UFO. So when I watched that, that. Episode. I had it in my head. I read somewhere that it's 1980, but it's not. It's it's 2018. It's three 2018, years ago now, yes. isn't it? Yes.
1: I know. This is a this is a historical tale. <laughs> I can tell you that on both
2: banks of the Dnieper River, the corn is ripening in the sun, and ten thousand robot harvesters are moving down to gather in fifty
1: million tons of flour. There's nothing
2: there to show he's a bad man. Quite agree, Victoria. He seems to be a public benefactor. Quite a speaker, too, and remarkably handsome. Didn't you think so, Jamie? He's one of the most popular men on the planet. Many people call him the shopkeeper of the world. The saviour, in fact, some of them. Well, what's he saved the world from?
1: Starvation. Too many people, too little food.
2: Until Salamander invented his sun store. But surely you've heard, you must know. Oh, yes, well, of course, we've heard something. But the sun store collects the rays from the sun and stores them in concentrated form. Oh, like the ioniser, Doctor. Yes, it's a rather different principle, I think, Jamie. Well, but...
1: never mind how it works. Well,
2: what's it for? A salamander can force grow three, sometimes four crops in one summer. Well, why do these men want to kill him? I mean, one minute you see he's saving the world. For his makes... own ends. Step by step, he's
1: taking control of this planet.
2: Well, yeah, let's start off let's in, started, on, on, yeah. on, this, uh, on this Aussie beach. Yeah, um,
1: on, on our world, whirlwind trip around the world. Yes,
2: and there yeah, they are. The, t- the TARDIS has arrived, and uh, yes. old Patrick Troughton is in full on cha- Charlie Chaplin mode. Yes, he's um, straight
1: into, um, yeah, you're right, chaplain. So, yeah, he wants to go for a paddle.
2: He's giddy as a schoolboy, yeah. you could oh, say. He, he
1: really is, yeah. He's sort of, okay, to get a tank castle, bucket and spade. And then he strips down to his uh, combis, don't he, to, yes. to have a paddle. So, wow, this is so weird. Well, he leaps um, I in. To, yeah. I, I mean, full yeah, credit to in, Patrick
2: yeah. Trowell, he jumps in yeah. in his long johns. Because that looks
1: bloody cold.
2: It was November that yeah. they filmed that. November in West Sussex. This is yeah. not an Australian beach. An Australian
1: beach. Um, I have to say, uh, I don't think um, uh, Victoria ever looked better than she does in this story. Mm. She's, yeah, I don't know what it is, but she's... she's I think
2: it's the Leela Chunky Jumper sort I of think thing. It
1: possibly is, yeah. Um, but yeah, Jamie and, uh, Jamie and Victoria are just watching the Doctor laughing. But then we cut to like a long shot, and there's a hovercraft sat just down the beach. Yes. Um, which is it's just weird in itself. And then we cut to the the three people on film, um, and they're, they're looking through binoculars at Troughton uh, And then the accents start, don't they? Yes. These, these three don't sound very Australian.
2: I didn't pick up on it at first. This really? this is actually meant to yeah, be. Yeah.
1: Did you not think it was
2: Australians? Like, yeah. On oh, no. an
1: alien planet. Yeah.
2: That hovercraft, do you know why that hovercraft looks a bit odd? Uh, is,
1: I don't know, is it is it like a smaller hovercraft they've nailed things to? Or?
2: No, there's a there was a guy down the road in Worthing, it's a homemade hovercraft. Oh, really? Yeah, he built it himself, and that's him um, piloting it when you see oh, a, a oh, pursuing them. That's him, it, it's some old boy that decided to make, um, you know, a hovercraft in his back garden.
1: And it featured in Duck 2, that's yeah. that's, pretty, that's pretty cool thing to claim. Um, Weirdly, the hovercraft lends nothing to this. It could have been anything. Yeah, it could have been a to say, it? this is this is the future. Yeah, um, I do like the fact that they uh, they've got their Walther P thirty eight pistols, even though it's meant to be the far future. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do this weird scene where, because they th- they obviously think it's Salamander, and they they want to kill him to get rid of him. We don't know this at this point. So, these guys in, in a hovercraft. So, each, what there's three of them. One's driving, presumably your mate from Sussex. Uh, and then the other two kneel on the outside and try and aim their guns <laughs> as they're going along. And surprisingly, miss everything.
0: It's they just do, it's so they comical.
1: Um, but action packed. Yeah. There's no, this is like literally the first two minutes of the episode. Yep. And we've got a, a hovercraft gun chase.
2: Yeah. Uh, really? You've forgot to say that before they, you know, uh, give chase and open fire, they report into Astrid. We meet Astrid. Oh don't yes,
1: we? Astrid, and we get she's introduced in. I think we should have a new thing instead of down blouse. This is the arse shot.
2: Yeah, th- because, there's a lot of that.
1: Oh God, yeah, she's. I mean, I uh, Mary. What's her name? Mary Peach, something like that. Um, she's really good. She's she's one of my favourite characters in this. She's, she's got a excellent. couple of peaches. She's got a couple of peaches. Yeah. Um. I love her outfits. Very sort of regency, but in PVC. Bizarrely. Oh, those kinky
2: boots! I, yeah, again, kinky, I thought of the Avengers. Boots. You know, yeah. that blimey.
1: Yeah. You could see. You could see uh, on a Blackman wearing this. Character.
2: Yeah, yeah, in the Hellfire Club episode. Yeah. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. So, so yeah, they they report into Astrid, and Astrid, who. Presumably isn't that far away. No. Australia being a small place, um, yeah. She says, um, "Don't, don't kill this guy. We, we want because they think it's Salamander. Wait till I get there." But the, 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 the thugs are basically nope we're going to kill him, uh, and they disobey her, her orders, um, and then so, I think she, I, I think she mentions that she needs to speak to Giles, who will obviously become a much bigger. Yes. Figure uh, sort of coming along. Um, yeah, so they absolutely lose the shots. They couldn't hit the barn door yep. uh, from inside, I don't think. Um, and the doctor and that, they, they, they run up and hide in the dunes. Um, and then we, we get this weird thing where Jamie takes one out with a punch.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: Is, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a nice scene, but it's, it's such a weird little scene with his do and he attacks him. <laughs> um, and it's it's all really well edited, but not in a normal Doctor Who fashion, is it? It's, no, it's
2: an ITC fashion. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Um,
1: it's it's just it's just action. This whole first episode—if this would have been the one that survived—I think people would have had a higher feeling for this serial. Yes. Because this first episode is just non-stop action. Um, but yeah, I did. I in my notes I put, I wish the Doctor would run properly. Oh yeah. He's throughout this chase. He's like you say, he's full-on Chaplin. Yeah.
2: Yeah, really, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. which is not great.
2: No. Astrid arrives in a but, helicopter, uh, yeah. doesn't she?
1: Sorry. That's true, yes. Uh in a in a very unusual helicopter. I don't know what make or model it is, but um yeah, she she arrives which again is we're not used to at this point we're not used to them affording a helicopter, are we?
2: No. Um, no.
1: Well uh, and it's really good, it's well filmed, yeah.
2: No, no, it is very good. It's very Dragonfly-like. It's an unusual-looking yes. helicopter. And and when yeah, they take so. off, she saves them, doesn't she? And when they take off, she I does, do yeah. like that, that big, wide shot where you can see oh, all of amazing. the beach. Yeah. You can see the TARDIS there, and you can yeah. see the hovercraft all in one big shot.
1: Yeah, you can. It, it takes off, and you think it's going to cut, and it just keeps going and going and going. And you see the whole, you know, everything that's happened so far. Like, yeah, so, the, the, you know, the, the hovercraft... Where they've gone up the beach, the TARDIS at the top, the guy knocked out. It's it's really well done. Um, I didn't realise until she gets back to her pad that that she's actually been shot at this point. Mm. They don't really make a lot of um, no like, no a, a, a lot of uh, sort of um, capital out of it. But the weirdly, uh, I said before this is so, so strange that in this it's quite obviously that that Jamie and Victoria are an item because like she's she's just sat happily on his lap yep <laughs> i imagine jamie like i imagine fraser Hines like that scene going on um and they point out that it's 2018 because there's a, a, a like driving license permit thing stuck to the back of the helicopter um so yeah so it's 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 like whoa the future
2: yeah um the hovercraft arrives, doesn't it? And, um, you know, uh, the, the the helicopter's been damaged, hasn't it, when they were shooting yes. at it, and uh, two of the blokes uh, blow up in the helicopter. Yeah. Uh, well, Astrid,
1: because Astrid, w- when they're flying back, Astrid says to the uh, the doctor and actually goes, oh, um, we might not be safe, uh, the fuel tank's been shot. Not sure how she knows, unless there's some sort of, your fuel tank has been shot gauge and she goes we could blow up at any minute so okay but they managed to get back and uh yeah the 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 hovercraft turns up but before that we get an absolutely wonderful scene of Astrid and a doctor flirting with each other
2: yes yes
1: it's, it's so well done trouton's in his element
2: oh i think he enjoyed this didn't he yes, this yeah. this whole thing apparently he found it very tiring by the end of it Yep, of these I six can. episodes doing the two characters.
1: I, I can imagine because later, later on, because to start with, we don't see him ever like in the same episode, and then later on they start intercutting, and, and you it, it's quite obviously that like they put Salamander in a boiler suit because under that he's just wearing the Doctor's outfit. Just
2: <laughs> <laughs> quickly get out of it. Yeah, yes,
1: like, put the boiler suit on. Um, but yeah, so they uh, the, the the bad guys turn up in the, the hovercraft, and. Um, one of them breaks in and then gets shot by his mates.
2: Yes, he, he happens to stand yeah. in front of the window, doesn't yeah,
1: he? The other guy comes and goes, He was standing in front of the window. I don't, again, I don't know what accent they were using. It, was, it certainly wasn't Australian.
2: It's variable, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's very variable. So, yeah, they take off, go boom boom. That um, boom in, boom I think, thing? Yeah. Is that um, from Russia with Love again?
2: It's the yeah, it's it's the outtake from Russia with Love, which they used yeah. later on in in the Demons as well. It's yes, exactly the yeah. same shot, except of course in that one in, it's in colour. Yeah.
1: And in this one, it's so obvious. It's not the same helicopter. It's a totally different shape. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's, not, it's, it's again, it's like oh God, we're not used to this level of action. You know,
2: no, I think production. an awful lot yeah. of um, credit for how you know how this is shot. How it's filmed, etc., etc., is the director, and of course, that's Barry Letts.
1: Yeah, Barry, Barry Letts directed
2: yeah. it. It was his first directing job for Doctor Who, and, yeah, and maybe he, you yeah. know he was full of enthusiasm and he wanted to make right. a mark, and I think he really did.
1: Yeah, I think on on um, Who and Me, his uh, uh, autobiography, he does mention that um, had he made it halfway through his the Pertwee run, he wouldn't have put most of these elements in because it was stretching it to the limit, you know, and it was oh, let's have a helicopter chase, let's have this, let's have that. So yeah, I think think it was youthful enthusiasm uh, that got the better of them. But I'm glad it did, because it's, I mean, the trouble is though, to pay for this episode, we get quite a bit of...
2: uh, (laughs) We get episode three.
1: Yeah, we get episode three, yes. Yes. A bit bit of padding. Yeah.
2: yeah. All right, well, Astrid takes them all to go and see Giles, Giles Kent this yep. person i i didn't know the twist at the end i didn't I, I i didn't see any foreshadowing of that at all that was a surprise to me what
1: no it's it it you start i think it's difficult for me to judge now because i've watched it a few times um and i'd read the uh, the ian martin novelization so i knew it but even this time it, it still takes me as a surprise each time i watch it because he's so well acted as He's not obviously the villain from the beginning. It, it gradually, you can piece it together. So it, it, there's something not quite right here. Mm. And then, yeah, we get that wonderful reveal at the end. But yeah, this, I, like I said, I keep expecting him to uh, call everyone Tubbs <laughs> after Hancock. Because <laughs> he, he's doing it, I mean, his voice is great, but then you get the occasional twang from his Hancock days, don't you? And it's mm. like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: Bill um, Carr,
2: yeah. yeah he's got a video wire.
1: A video wire, yeah, I wonder what that is.
2: Uh, I guess it's videotape. He's yeah. got a video recording of Salamander. Who, who, who's there? He's talking about this Mark Seven sun catcher or whatever it is. Yeah,
1: which never really plays into anything. Cause, no. Because when I was watching it this time, I'd sort of forgotten the end. And I thought, oh, yeah, yeah, he's using the sun catcher to cause the volcanoes. But he's not. He's not. Because it's to- totally unrelated. Yeah, so he's... Again, what a weird touch for Doc 2. So... Rather than, like, um, using uh, overlay, this is a massive, great rear projection screen for the TV monitor. Yes. Um, and it just, I don't know, it adds so much to it. It, it really makes it look good. But, yeah, he's got this uh, this film of Salamander um, doing one of his political rallies.
0: Yeah,
2: and you say um, weird. Yeah. I mean, what is what is that accent?
1: Uh, I like when, later on when they they ask the doctor to impersonate him, and he's working out the accent. He goes, oh, "So, touch a Yucatan." It's like, <laughs> no, mate. That's, I mean, it goes all over the place. I mean, I love Troutman as an actor, but God, this accent—it it, it could it could have its own spin-off series. It's not make, good, it's is it? Amazing.
2: I do like the doctor's line about how he thinks he's rather handsome. Who's salamander. Yes,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. He goes to. G, he says, Jimmy's oh, he's rather handsome, isn't he, Jimmy? Yes. There's yeah. there so, <laughs> perfection at the moment. Only in this, the uh, the characters, the regulars. Mm. There's just they're sparkling. They're absolutely yeah. sparkling. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um. Salamander, for some bizarre reason, they say is known as the shopkeeper of the world. So what? And it's because his his sun store device causes three three um plantings at once or something or three
2: he's controlling all yeah. the crops isn't he yeah and he's doing that bit by bit in the world and he's taking over the world bit by bit yeah
1: he's, yeah he's also gradually um giles says he's gradually killing politicians and then he shows these really weird photo slides of the politicians just as they're dying it's like who took those photos <laughs> like this this fellow fell off a cliff and there's a show
2: yeah and of course
1: I'd be, I, we should have known Giles was the villain at that point because it's like you were there weren't you, you were
2: photographing yeah. it yeah yeah and but no Giles says that they want the doctor to impersonate Salamander to discover what's going on and find proof you know that he is a bad guy and yeah. and at that moment Donald comes in Donald yeah, Bruce Donald. They call him oh, Bruce, the for, Bruce. They call him Bruce for, for for the rest of it, and I'm quite glad because Donald doesn't quite cut it as a no,
1: security no. chief's
2: name, does it?
1: And uh, trouble is, when when you've got people with cod Australian accents going, you're right, Bruce. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, okay, um, yeah. This is um, this is, of course, uh, uh, horrifying. Rocks Ruben. Rubens, Rubens, um, and it took, I, yeah. it took me a while.
2: It took me a while because he hasn't I'm got really, the uh, yeah. mutton chops.
1: No, that's true, but. Uh, he, he's such a great actor. I, I, again, I think uh, he's, he's one of my favourite characters in this because he's initially portrayed as absolutely evil, you know, yeah, the typical SS chief, but he's actually pretty much the uh, the only totally honourable person in it.
2: Yeah, he's just doing his job, he's isn't he? He's doing
1: his job. He's a policeman, yeah. He's, he's just he's doing, doing it for the job. wrong
2: person. That's the problem.
1: Yeah, and he, even he's got doubts, hasn't he? Um about salamander but it's like he's in charge i've you know I, i'm doing my job for him but it, it's interesting as well we'll have to discuss when we get to the end what the actual politics of this world are mm. and who out, who outranks whom see that's the other thing
2: i don't know why i should have said this at the beginning i i, I had it in my head that it was a historical but i also yeah. had somewhere in my head it's an alternative earth thing no, but really, it's not yeah. this is our earth isn't it it's yes, our, this who is meant to be our Earth. earth. Yeah. It fits in with the Earth date and everything, doesn't yeah. it? Um, so I don't know. I, I, have got some sort of feeling it was like Inferno or something. Oh, like
1: know? a yeah, like a, a an ultimate dimension or something.
2: Yeah, but, but it's not, is it? No, this
1: is this is meant to be the the who Earth, yes. All right. So so at some point, I suppose. Um, while this is happening, we've probably got one of the modern doctors. Well, <laughs> wait around. for Earth dates. Yeah. Yes, yeah, we're, we're, we're very
2: close yeah. um, date wise to something. Um, and that's when episode one ends. I mean, it's when the doctor comes in, not knowing that yes. Donald's there, and uh, Donald's taken in um, uh, because he bluffs it, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, it's really interesting episode endings on this one, this, this story. Um, Sometimes you get the feeling that it just goes as far as the action can, and it's like, oh, well, we better stop. And then other times it's really good. And there's one really bizarre episode ending, I think it's episode three to four, or two to three, where the the it's like, will the villain's plan succeed? And it's like, it's so <clears throat> so unusual. But I know Barry Letts did that later as well with the Master, didn't he? There's a few episode endings with the Master where it's like the Master's in jeopardy. Yes. And it's yeah, so it, it's almost a, a weird Barry lex sort of trait. Hmm. Um, but again, we we buy it because at that point we are we are involved in Salamander's plot, aren't we? Going, yes. Oh, I, I hope this man <laughs> succeeds in whatever he's trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. The 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 ending to episode one is um, it comes as a bit of a shock. Not not because it's you know any great reveal or anything. Because you you sort of as soon as you realise there's a double of Trout in... Uh, of the second Doctor you know at some point they've got to impersonate each other yes um, but it's more of a shock because like I was sat there doing it it's like bloody hell it's only been on 10 minutes yeah because it, it clips past
2: yeah episode 1 does yeah some oh, of the yeah. others not yeah. so but episode 1 does Um and yeah the Doctor manages to bluff his way out of yeah, it don't, you know.
1: how does he manage that because he's in like literally 5 seconds of Salamander yeah, on film. and he's only
2: rehearsed the accent yeah for a couple of uh, yeah, lines. Yeah, he's got all
1: the mannerisms, enough to fool Bruce. You know, the way he talks, the cadence. It's like, hmm. Yeah. Bit of a push.
2: So, you know, I've never seen this story before, so I'm, I'm watching it for the first time. I've got no idea who's in it. So yeah, Rubens was uh, uh, a bit of a surprise. But then, oh, uh, Milton John turns up. Yeah. And this, this
1: literally is a who's who of
2: Dr. Yeah. Who's. Now, Milton John's, uh, is famous for playing a certain type, is he not? Yes. Right? Well, that's what
1: Anne said as soon as he appeared.
2: Yeah. Like, but does he
1: ever play anything other than... No, a I don't think he ever did.
2: It, yeah. He was he was never ever the romantic lead in anything. No. He was never an action hero. Uh, he was never a comedy foil. But, right... He, Which is yeah. a shame,
1: because I think he does have a comedic element, doesn't he? I think yeah. he could do yeah. comedy really well.
2: I mean, he's renowned and he was used as the snivelling... Uh, yes. uh, treacherous, smarmy, oily. He,
1: he's never going to be, uh, you know, brave heart giving the speech to inspire no. the troops. No, is that would
2: he, that would be a film, yeah. wouldn't it? Milton Johns instead of Mel Gibson. Brave, and I've I thought I had him nailed. I thought yeah, I had yeah. had him. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I know his shtick. I know his act. But yeah. I think this is the the the, the ultimate Milton Johns smarmy. Yeah horrible person you know because he's brilliant Milton John in this he is so unpleasant
1: yeah he he is he is I think brilliant is the right word he's totally convincing but in a in a way that is so unsettling isn't you're watching him and he's like later on when he's saying stuff and you're thinking this guy really is unsettling he is really creepy
2: he is creepy and 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 that's despite the Terrible outfit he's wearing with the terrible yes. collar and the and, the, and the shoulder yeah. pads. I think the hair. Do you know who he reminded me of? And it, and it's yeah. a heck of a you know leap. But recently I've seen a film called Lawless. Have you seen Lawless? Oh yes,
1: yeah, with um, Tom Hardy Tom film. Hardy, yeah. And
2: Guy oh. Pearce in that is is like the government man, yes. and he's a creepy, strange. Yeah chap in that and, and, and Milton Johns is almost yeah. the same you know
1: yeah, they, yeah he's definitely got that those vibes about him yeah
2: Yeah. yeah. He, he
1: is great though he's, he's again another really good thing in this story is Milton Johns he do you think we should put Benick yeah.
2: shall, shall we vote for Benick at the end as well as Salamander I think we should because yeah. he is an yeah, adversary yeah, he is, isn't yeah,
1: he yeah. yeah I think so yeah
2: Rubens yeah, isn't an definitely. adversary is he
1: no no he's a, you think he is you think he's the typical bully isn't it because he appears and he's like threatening everyone and then they they stand up to him and he's like, oh, and you think, oh, I got impegged as well. Um, he's just, he's, he's the uh, he's the bully boy that is actually a coward. Um, it's, it's, it's a great script this really, isn't it? Because it does throw you, you think you've got it exactly as, as you go, oh, okay, I see what's going on here. And then it doesn't. Hmm. Um, it's yeah, re- really good. David Whittaker script. Yeah. Um, Jamie is great in this scene as well. I have to say, because because uh, um, Bruce tries to bully him, doesn't he? Like, you boy. <laughs> yes. And yeah, Jamie, Jamie's is excellent. Apparently. He's, yeah, sorry.
2: I was going to say, apparently there's a missing line where oh, he right. tries a, a bullying and ordering Jamie around, and he says something about I'm not going to take orders from a Bruce.
1: Right. Uh, you know, i.e. Uh, Robert
2: again. the Bruce, yeah. the Bruce is yeah. of Scotland, you know. Yeah. Um but that was uh, that uh, cut out. From Bruce. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um I love the part in shot though when Bruce is going out and he does that wonderful bully thing of he goes to Jamie and says, You watch it <laughs> I got my eye on you. It's it's so well done. Um yeah, great a great scene. Great scene again. Um but then yeah, they um Giles decides to say "What's the to split everyone up so him and him and the second doctor are going to go and look at this the headquarters of salamander's organization which luckily is in australia yeah um and they're sending jamie and victoria to try and infiltrate salamander's thing because this is weird as well isn't it so the second doctor for some reason doesn't want to believe that salamander is evil unless he's got total proof hmm and this is going through audio right up till about episode four or five. This is going through where the doctor's like, "I can't act against him until I know." Talk for I thought you never gave that sort of uh, benefit of the doubt to the monsters you come up against.
2: No, true, true. You know,
1: <laughs> yeah. Is it just that he looks like you? Mm. Are you that, well, I think that's that what shallow? it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. He, he he can't he can't be a nasty yeah. one because he looks like me. He's got yeah. such a lovely face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, so they they decide to send. Um, Jamie and Victoria by rocket. Because uh, he goes, uh, he's in Hungary, and Jamie, I don't know how Jamie knows, or it uh, might be Victoria says it goes, but it's a long way, isn't it? Like, oh, not by rocket. Yeah. We never see the rocket, though, We never we? see
2: any rockets no. in this, no, no. And uh, yeah, we've got the real salamander. As I say, what on earth is he wearing? Compared oh, to the futuristic outfits, yeah. they've just gone to the uh, dressing up cupboard, haven't they?
1: Yeah, it looks like. Um, Like a a bullfighter's outfit or something, Uh, or yeah, it's everyone's wearing PVC in this, which is is weird. Um, But the the outfits are really nicely made. We get because the the other thing to say about this um, this story is the transfer is beautiful. It's hmm. like it was filmed. Yes, yes. Um, So you can see all the detail, and like even the guards' outfits—they're really well made. Um, But everyone, yeah, everyone else was wearing like black PVC and jack boots.
0: And then, yeah, Salamander is like,
1: he's gone, nah. No,
2: no. Bit of colour, bit of colour. You talk about distinctive outfits. His uh, food taster is introduced next. Yes, yeah. Farah? F- F- farrah. F- Farah, farrah, F- yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, yeah, immediately. Fa- fa- farrier, farrah? Farrier? Farrier? Farrah? farrier? Farrier? Farrier, farrier I think. Yeah. Farrier, yeah. And immediately, I go, oh, that's Nina from, yeah, from ufo well, yeah. that's nina barry you know up there on moon base oh uh dolores mendes yeah. um but i'm um, i'm watching her it's like no it's not no it's not and but it does look like her
1: it does yeah she's she's great as well really uh good performance yeah uh to the point where when later on when she does die it's quite shocking see i wasn't expecting that because i yeah.
2: didn't know that
1: no uh. no um it's uh yeah she's really well played and I like that again I like these scenes and we wait I mean that's the, that's the only thing with this story is the sheer amount of characters you've got I mean mm. it does it works but like because we then get introduced to um oh, what's the other guy's name
2: um guy I've got it in uh,
1: a corridor okay not Benick Benick is Milton Jones isn't
2: it yeah you've got oh, Denish something else, something and you've got uh, Denish that's yeah, it. yeah yeah Denish yeah yeah, so he's there. They're all there, and that's when Jamie leaps over the wall yeah. and knocks a guard out. And yeah, he's
1: um he's very he's very skillful in this one. Is Jamie? You know, he's uh, he's he's a bit Bondian, isn't he? He's a bit a bit handy.
2: Yeah, now I'm thrown by this because there's been no setup. You've not seen, no. you, you, you know, Astrid saying right now, "Here's what we're going to do." Da, yeah. da, da, da. So, yeah, you know, it just happens, and uh, which is rather good. Um, and he, well, Salamander thinks he saved his life, so he's taken in by that, yeah. isn't he?
1: Yeah, which is it feels a bit of a cliche now, but I suppose you know back then it wasn't quite as much as a cliche. Yeah, he. Uh, he he says that there's a bomb in salamander's telephone um and that he he's a he he thinks salamander's going to save the world so he'll do anything to protect him and salamander buys this which is a little bit hard to fathom. Look, like, it doesn't last long yeah it's a little bit it's a little bit cliched that salamander's suddenly we've seen this a lot in films haven't we whether you know the the Hero will act as the villain and out-villain the other villain yeah. so he gets right close to the main villain. Um, <clears throat> but it, it, sort of, it, it works, I like it.
2: Yeah. The, the next bit is very odd in that... You oh, know yeah, ap-
1: another another plot device here coming up, isn't there? What the hell
2: is going on? Well, no, I was going to mention, you know, um, Jamie meeting Victoria and Astrid in that park via the wonders oh, yeah, of rear projection. Yeah.
1: yeah, that that's a production weirdness in that... Yeah, because you, you you look at it and you think, okay, they couldn't they couldn't afford to go to a park, so they've just got a bit of stock footage of a park or a photo or something, and then you get you get film of Jamie walking towards them in the film. Yes, and you think. You've gone to the effort of filming that. Why couldn't you just take a bench out there or something? Yes,
2: yeah. It is a really yeah. odd choice. And, of course, as you say, because it's a really good print, we can see it really, really clearly that that bench is right next to a cinema screen and that's rather yes. out of focus. Not The perspective's not quite right no, it either.
1: Does, doesn't work as, as rear projection, does it? Um, and then, then, so, we, yeah, we cut back to... So, the guard, the guard, the guard comes along and he... he it's a plot point for later that he sees them talking to Astrid. I mean, you could see her hair from space, couldn't you see? So yeah, it's very big. Um, but then we cut back to Salamander, and we get another. Well, I, I was watching it, even though I know the story. I was watching, it, I think what? Where did they just drop in? Where Salamander goes? I can predict when volcanoes explode.
2: Yes, yeah, um, yeah. So,
1: what? Where's that come from? Yeah, that's his stick. He can he can predict that volcanoes will erupt under your your land where where there's no normal risk of volcanoes. And it's just thrown in in such a matter of fact way as if he had said, you know, oh, I own a car. Mm. Oh, OK, you go, I, I can predict when volcanoes erupt because I've, I, I'm pretending I've got some sort of psychic link or something. What?
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and
1: of course, no, no one believes him.
2: No, he, he, he says it's going to happen. And, uh, you know, that he'll provide aid afterwards. Yes. And take over. I mean, he's with Fedorin now, isn't he? Or Fedorin. Um, yes. Yeah, he knows Fedorin is a fiddler. He's fiddler Fe- Fedorin, yeah. isn't he? So
1: Fedorin, Federin, Fedorin's been fiddling the books. But weirdly, they, they later on say that, that the, the the files that, the Fedorin fiddling files <laughs> that trouton has <laughs> got, that Salamander's got, are forged. But Fedorin acts like it is actually real doesn't it yeah, yeah. It's like, well i don't know what's going on here but yeah so so um salamander blackmails federin to to become the new
2: yeah he's going to bump off Denish, European. isn't he
1: yeah Den- Denish is is going to be bumped off he's putting federin in charge because federin can then okay salamander's plan of offering aid after this volcano has cuz then he can take over the the land but once federin's in place he's got the land i don't i don't know where well, i don't need understand go that, that, that extra step. no um, it's like it's like salamander's playing a massive game of risk isn't it he wants to take over all these territories because the world well, i don't think we mentioned it but the world is divided into territories now they're
2: zones countries. aren't they
1: zones yes um, and then we uh, yeah we uh, we get all this in in like some of the cheapest sets you've ever seen. Uh, all this exposition, but yes. it's inter- at least it's interesting exposition.
2: That yeah, it's exposition on a balcony, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Uh, basically, yeah. and that's and that's because they've got to be on the balcony because that's when the predicted disaster goes yes. off via the the just, miracle of stock footage.
1: Just across the lawn. <laughs> yes. Volcano. Y- yes,
2: that. you can see this mountain yeah. range in Hungary exploding, and your binoculars are so good you can see all the towns. Yes. Uh, collapsing yeah, and everybody collapsing.
1: dying. With nothing in between. There's nothing blocking his view. No. Um, it's, it's very, very, very strange uh, sort of sequence. But yeah, so because he had warned, literally 10 minutes earlier, he had warned um, Denish, and Denish hadn't done anything. So Salamander has Denish. Arrested now. This is where I start to get a bit confused on the actual politics of this world because if Salamander can have Denish arrested, that presumably means Salamander's higher than Denish. So, why is he worried about, yeah, Denish and taking his position in that because you're already in charge? Yes, some sometimes Bruce seems to operate as if Salamander is world president, and then other times he's sort of saying as if Salamander wants to be world president, but he's only actually in charge of one zone. Yeah, but so how can he arrest someone that's running another zone?
2: Yes, exactly. He's in a different yeah. zone right now. Yeah. This is Denish's zone, isn't it? Yeah,
1: it's it, the politic. Don't think about the politics too much. It will. It, I mean, luckily we'll have some strangeness coming up soon to, to distract us. But yeah, I couldn't quite work out who who is who in relation power-wise and job-wise to anyone else. Mm. Um, but it's, it's so entertaining, we don't really care. No, we could no. just listen to Trout and butcher his Mexican accent. <laughs> Mangling yeah, it. Ages. Yeah. yeah, He goes into German, um a bit Pakistani at times.
2: It is um, weird, it is weird. Wouldn't
1: get away with it now.
2: No. You say who's who. Um, when Dennis is under guard, that yes. that young guard who is given the job to guard him. Oh, the, that,
1: one, the one that tries chatting up Astrid.
2: That's the one, yeah. yeah. that That's Bill Lyons. Right now, you oh, know Bill Lyons because he went on to be a scriptwriter uh, for TV, and he actually wrote a story for Blake Seven.
1: Oh, which one did
2: he write? He did the Belkov one. He did games.
1: Really? Yeah. I yeah. didn't. I, I wish I'd have known that at the time. What an amazingly small world it is. <laughs> yes,
2: yes. Um, and of course, we're in episode three at this point. So, if we're in episode three, it means Victoria's in the kitchen. With that comedy yes. bloke. I mean, what he's doing in a drama, I don't know. I mean, he's just Griff, in comedies. Griff
1: the chef, yeah. Um, I'm not sure what to make of Griff. I enjoy I enjoy this bit, but it's so out of tone with the rest of it. Because he's monologuing to the camera. Um, and and he, he's a nicely sort of sardonic type thing, but he's not at all believable. No. I don't think.
2: I think it's because um, I just know him from comedy shows, so I can't believe in yeah, him. Yeah,
1: could, could be, yeah. Um, we do get a a, a, a really nice scene uh, between him and Victoria where he's asking her. Because she, she goes, oh, I I, I I eat, so I must know about food. It's like, okay, what? Well,
2: what do you like, then? Yeah, what
1: do you like? And she was on about this cake and it's like, uh, how do you make it? Well, you just sort of whoosh it all together. <laughs> um, and at that point, I think Griff gives up, doesn't it It's like, I'm going to wander over somewhere.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, all this is unnecessary. This is not this needed. This is
1: pure... This is pure padding. I think this is pure padding to allow Troutman time to change his outfit.
2: Ah, it? Uh, it could be that. This is yeah. What this is, yeah. Because yeah. if you
1: notice we get a lot of scenes that go on for far too long between the scenes where Troutman changes the role he's playing and I think it literally is a case of um, they couldn't afford to cut this, you know, cut the film, uh, the videotape. They couldn't have a break. So they just put a scene in of Padding. Yeah. I mean, it's nice Padding, and it's um, it's a uh, Victoria Warfield and you know, I, I think it's okay. Yeah. It just doesn't fit at all.
2: No, no. Um, next, we've got Federin trying to poison Danish's food. Um, yes. But he doesn't. Um, he's quite chipper for the fact that this is his last meal. Um, yeah. You know, he's like, oh, yeah. I've, I've, it's been a long time since I've had my food cut up for me and everything.
1: Well, he, yeah. um, I think, I think um, Danish is. He's reliant on he'll get his day in court and therefore justice will reign. I'm not entirely sure he he quite believes how evil Salamander is. I think he thinks he will still operate mm. under the system. Um, and uh, just, you know, I, so I think he's sort of treating it very lighthearted. That Yeah, you've got me under arrest, but as soon as I, uh, I go before a judge, you've had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's underestimated him because, yeah. Um, Salamander has told uh, Federin to poison him so he goes right up as far as stopping Victoria and palming the salt and telling her to go back and get it and it, it really is good because we think oh my god he's, he's going to kill him and we're, we're sort of upset it's like well, they're going to kill this character, he's quite a nice character and, oh my god what's happening and then it, he's eating the food um, very very small steak <laughs> yes. very very small <laughs> Um, with a spoon, uh, and then it cuts to um, uh, Federin telling Salamander that he couldn't do it, and you go, Oh, phew! Um, but then they shoot,
2: then he's shot in <laughs> the back,
1: to, yeah, like minutes <laughs> later. So, oh, well, that was a waste of effort, wasn't it? Um, I do like this scene with uh, Salamander and Fedrino, where he's going. No, don't worry. You, I give everybody a chance, and then he poisons him and kills him. It's just I like, so.
2: I like yeah. how he poisons him with Alaskan wine. Is yeah. this meant to show that we're in the future that you've got? I think so. Yeah. Vineyards in Alaska, I suppose. Yeah. Mm.
1: That's actually a, yeah. I never even considered that. Yeah, because it's because of course he's got his sun. He's got his son thing, and they yeah. can grow
2: crops anywhere now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes.
1: So that's the end of uh, Federin.
2: Yeah, and that's the end of episode three, because he learns out from Donald, you know, that uh, um, he's been spotted elsewhere. Donald has actually yes. seen Salamander in a different zone.
1: I wasn't... Because Giles' plan, as soon as they mentioned it, that went through my thought. Like, did they not think that Bruce will immediately go back to Salamander and say, oh, I saw you in Bruce's... Uh, in- Giles' office they don't seem to have thought of that which is a bit slapdash up them yeah but yeah of course so so they piece it and to be fair you know um, he is a policeman so he pieces it very quickly it's like well he looked just like you or was it yes um, yeah so they immediately they immediately twigged that there's a double of salamander kicking about um, which is really good yeah really good um we get, to, uh, again, one of the, the little tricks they use. So we get to see Troughton, as the doc- uh, uh, Troughton on film at the beginning as Salamander. Because normally, normally the recaps, they're not recaps in this at this point in the show's history. They just refilmed them. But this one, we get an actual telly cine film of the last episode. And you think, well, that's weird. Why have they done that? And then it cuts to him as the Doctor. And you think, it's because he's dressed as the Doctor. Hmm. Um, so again, another little trick they do is, is try and alternate these scenes as well, so you get a bit on film, and then you get Troutman in the studio dressed as one of them. Because you don't realise really until the end that they only ever meet once.
2: Yes, yes.
1: Which is, is such, a, it's such a weird thing to suggest a, a doubles episode, and then not have the doubles meet.
2: And in the last episode, they only are face-to-face once. You've got that once, one yeah. one composite shot. Um, yeah, because that's all they face- afford, Yes, yeah. yeah. It's yeah.
1: just too expensive.
2: Yeah. Well, we're in episode four now, and this is, you know, after the plot of episode three, things start to speed up yes. quite a bit because uh, Faria, um, she wants Salamander got rid of. She's yeah, a go- she hates him. Yeah. She's a goodie um, and hates him. Um, the doctor's frustrated that there's no proof about salamander um and he he's he's rebelling about you know uh they want the doctor to kill salamander but yeah and he
1: he point blank refuses he doesn't kill people yeah he's saying he says i'll uh, i'll gather evidence and we'll let him be arrested and that but i don't kill people again not quite so uh not quite so um ethical when it comes to monsters are you
2: you know if it's an ice warrior that's a different that's a different matter Yeah. yeah And of course, you know they're they're under surveillance because old uh, uh, Bennick is outside. Yes. With his men in their fancy outfits, they're not. Yeah, they're the, the weirdest
1: the, helmets in history. They.
2: They remind me of the um, the the Dalek troopers. Um, yeah, they're very from, very strange. Yeah, yeah, from the um, Cushing films, you know. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. They're they're like the the film Robo Man.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. yeah.
1: It's interesting though that even even these throwaway characters get some characterization like the, the platoon leader gets some characterization mm. he's he's not he's a, he's a thug but he's not a murderous thug and uh, yeah it's it, it, it's really nicely written um it's nice that we get this sort of siege scene um so yeah they the um they've got to wait till a man is in position on the roof uh, which luckily gives our heroes time to escape through the weirdest positioned air duct <laughs> in history, it's literally in a wall. At first, when they opened it, I thought they've oh, got a dumb waiter, what?
2: yeah. I thought it was a garbage, in, in
1: yeah. When they go, No, it's a ventilation shaft. If it's a ventilation shaft, why has it got a solid wooden cover over
2: it? Yes, yeah,
1: I yeah, it's very strange. So they they escape, but Astrid said she'll she'll stay behind to uh, buy them some time, um, which I, I is brilliant because we get we get this sort of under-rehearsed fight scene. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, yeah it's, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, quite, uh, doesn't quite convince, does it?
2: No, and when, and when Bennick and the others burst in, yep. they don't notice that she's under the desk.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's just sat under the desk. Mm. It's like peripheral vision, it's terrible in Doctor
2: Yeah, true, uh, true.
1: In fact, in my note, I just got to know peripheral vision. Um, but then, as they're escaping... Um, what the one of the guards because they've been told to shoot on sight. Uh, which again, is quite a quite chilling little moment for uh, uh, for for the characters. Um, but yeah, so she gets shot and dies.
2: Yeah, but but before she dies, you've got old Milton John at his slimiest because Ooh,
1: yes, he's, horrible.
2: he's a nasty bit of work. And and like you say, the the, the sergeant or whoever, you know, is objecting to you know what yeah. Bennick is. uh Bennett's treatment of this woman you know
1: yeah the, these are not just your normal fascist bully boys are they, they, they they're they not quite gone that far but, but Milton Johns has and there's there's a, yeah it's a really grim and, and disquieting scene where he's threatening this mortally wounded woman yeah uh, he's, uh, he's yeah, all for
2: he's, you know shooting her again isn't he
1: yeah yeah, he's, he's horrible um, she sort of spills the beans a bit and then dies um, but now and now milton john's got the the file on Federin. yeah yeah the Federin fact file fiddling um, which again they don't really do anything with because because they've shown it to the doctor and the doctor's been going i need proof i need proof and they show him this file and he goes it's not good enough proof <laughs> yeah Droughton,
2: what are you doing? Yeah, so I'm but sitting then, there. Then, yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, I was uh, gonna say,
1: this must be the point your
2: jaw dropped. Yes, I was just about to say, I'm sitting there and I'm enjoying it and everything like that. Salamander is in his, like, you know, room and he says the door yeah. is to be locked and he's not to be disturbed, right? Yeah. And out comes this bloody great block of wood thing beeping away, and it's like, what is that? Is that some sort of control device? And it's like, why is he getting into it? And then I realise yeah. it's actually a lift, right?
1: Yeah, it's like a rocket lift
2: thing. It's a rocket lift, which, and this is going to be relevant for something coming up later, it seems to go down bloody miles, almost to the yes. centre of the earth, because we have repeated shots of it coming away from the camera yeah. and going off into the distance. So, yeah, it's
1: you, going you're, miles.
2: you're talking miles underground, earth. right? Okay, and he comes out and he's wearing a different outfit, and I'm sat there thinking he's in a different outfit right on that lift yeah. ride down and we've got this control room with and this is the moment i want to see a a, a a production still in color yeah. those outfits on those people those patterns on all, all those outfits i want to see that in color you know and but i'm, I'm like what he's underground yeah. now and who are I, the? who's this lot we we are we are episode four into a six-part story and now we're being introduced to a whole new group of people that we haven't had a clue about before
1: well you did you have to pop your disc out and check that you hadn't put the wrong one yes, um what yeah e- even though I was expecting this this gets me every time because it's so it's so out of left field It's like, uh, what because what? you think again you think you've got a grip on this story it's a political thriller and then it just takes this weird there's turn, been yeah, no
2: and, and nods yeah. towards this no. there's been nothing normally no. TV at this time you things are telegraphed massively ahead and you know yeah. we, we think now you know that our, we're more sophisticated in TV watching than we were then and oh it's just so apparent and it's just so obvious but that one floored me it's like What's going on? Now, you had already warned me that something yeah. in episode four is going to make you go A. And it, but if you hadn't, I think my jaw would be even more on <laughs> the floor, you know?
1: What I don't understand as well is, is they, they've made a, a couple of very minor mentions of the fact that salamander can predict earthquakes and volcanoes. And then um, Denish had a theory. He said, you, you've caused this. But that's it. It's like one, that that length of line, that's the only throwaway bit that that Salamander is actually, that it's not just a coincidence or he's found a way to actually predict this stuff, that he's causing it. So this just comes out left field. It's like, what? Hang on. So what? He's he's pretending that so he's he's got these people down here five years before Yep. under the pretense that there's a war going to break out And this is a a survival shelter Um, and then he's over the last five years he's pretended that that he's going up on the surface to scavenge food and then he comes back down I don't know how often once a month something like that to give him some food but also then says let's test this machinery to make sure it's working away and that machinery the people don't know it um, but it's actually causing all the volcanoes. But then later on, the, the the wooden guy that's leading them all says, "You're you're making us kill all these people." So it's like, did you? I don't know whether you knew about this or not.
2: I got it that that it's sort of like they know they're causing the volcanoes and you know uh, the, the the disasters because it's retaliation for the war. They're doing their bit for the right. war effort. That's the way Could I be. took it. Yeah,
1: I do. But then he, they they seem surprised that there's anybody up there and it cuz salamander has been saying oh it's just in in human monsters living up on the surface i say i don't understand what's going on but then unfortunately we've we've had some great great acting some great characters and as soon as we get down here it's we're back to the the stock trout and um era base under siege yep
2: we are definitely
1: base under wood. siege yes yeah colin i mean we've got a, we've got a hero called colin um he's he's so bad yeah and you think this guy's terrible and then his his love interest turns up is it
2: mary it's like
1: she's mary that's it yeah mary she it's like she's reading it off of cue cards if yeah. like, you you've have you seen these lines before awful and we yeah. never meet really any of the others do we they're just a in group of
2: yeah, we've got villages, Swan, really. who's the leader, haven't we? Yes. Um, yeah. I, I like the way the doctor, um, the doctor, Salamander says, open the wine, and you've got one of those really naff, you know, 60s, 70s plastic beer barrels. Yeah. That's serving it. Yeah,
1: and you almost get the feeling, because Salamander goes, I, I need to go off and check something. Uh, and he's got this weird machine in his office that makes it sound like a pig. I don't know what that was <laughs> going on. Um, and then he sits down, he has a cigar and starts reading, like, you know, a book or a report or something. And you think, it, it, does he just come down here to get a bit of peace and quiet? I,
2: they, they, They're very stupid, these people. You know, oh, sick as a brick, yeah. Because every time he comes back, he has to be, you know, decontaminated because of the terrible radiations yep. that's up there. I didn't see any of that food being uh, decontaminated.
1: No, no. Mm. Yeah, the... the and I did, I did like that. He goes, um, he goes. I've got, um, um, i found a, a new supply of food, and it's uncontaminated. And and he, I, we we're gonna live like kings or sort something. Of and they send out this is like one box of beans or something. <laughs> and it's like, what? I don't, I don't know. I don't understand this. But stupidly, stupidly, um, he's left a a, sn- a snag of a newspaper stuck to one of the boxes, hasn't he? Yeah,
2: that bit of newspaper does not look like a twenty eighteen. Piece of newspaper. No, you know? definitely not.
1: It looks surprisingly like a 1960s bit of newspaper.
2: Yes. Yeah, I mean, Swan's found it, hasn't he? And he's yes. furious with, with yeah. Salamander and he demands to go with him to the surface when I, Salamander I, goes back.
1: I did like um, you Got to Admire Salamander's trying to bluff it out with Swan, where Swan's, he shows him and it's a, a newspaper article about uh, going on a world cruise. Yeah. And uh, he goes, What? how can this be if the world is just populated by radioactive music? he goes, Salamander goes, wow, they've, they've got some sort of society and they, they go on cruises to make them think like <laughs> they're living normally. Well, yeah. Of course. And then they publish newspapers about yes, it. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah.
1: Salamander. Right. I, you know, you're bang to rights. Yeah. Don't...
2: They're really dumb down there. Aren't they? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Do you know when, like when, when your kids are young and they break something, and you go, who broke it? And they go, well, I don't know. Perhaps, perhaps someone broke in and broke it. And he's like, stop it. We know yeah. It. yeah. And then, so he says to Swan, because Swan again, thick as two short planks. He's just realised that Salamander's been lying to him, uh, and he totally. Salamander goes, oh, I'll take you up. Don't worry. You'll come with me. Don't tell the rest though. Don't want to upset. Him. Yeah, um,
2: Colin doesn't like that when he finds out no. the swan's going He goes up. into
1: a right little strop, doesn't he? Yeah. So, Why is not he taking me? He knows I want to go... Because Colin, bizarrely, his story arc is he's a whiny little bitch. Um, and he wants... He doesn't want to stay down underground. He thinks he's better than that. Um, it's, it's such a weirdly written and acted part, Colin. Mm. Um, but, yeah, then... Um, I think that's where that's the end
2: of episode four, isn't it? Oh no, we're in episode five right now. Oh, we're, in we're, five, we're in episode five, and that's almost going to. Uh, we're almost at the end of that because that's when Salamander finds the piece of lead piping um, in the tunnels. Oh which yes, he, that's
1: yes, that's. He's right, going
2: to yeah. do Swan in, and and that's my question: is that we've seen Salamander going in that lift for miles and miles. When we see them walking back to the surface. They are walking horizontally. There's no incline.
1: No, I don't. Yeah, this this doesn't make a lot of sense. So from from Salamander's office up top, he gets into the, it's the records room, isn't it? That's mm. where he's bizarrely put this this uh, elevator. He, yeah, he gets in it and it goes, woo, woo, and it's going for miles and miles and miles. And then he gets to the bottom and he goes, oh, I've got some food for you. But the food's being put in via a back door, <laughs> that is literally, like you say, about ten feet away from the, the the nuclear bunker. So what what is going on?
2: I don't know. Is uh,
1: is the office high on the cliff above it or something? Because what it makes no sense. No. Um. I it, yeah, because they literally they 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 walk out of it, don't they? And you're right, they're in a a uh, sort of fairly unconvincing, sort of BBC cave, uh, and there's just food stacked up. And and Swan goes, "What's this place?" And the Salamander goes, "Oh, uh, it's my resting place when I'm moving all the food."
2: Yes. <laughs> and that's when he follows after him with the lead pipe, doesn't yeah. he? Um, yeah. And and the next time we see Swan, he's up on the surface. There's this yeah
1: weird cut in it. It's a weird, a weird edit, because because Astrid. Astrid escapes from the, um, the 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 predicament she was in by running into some bushes and falling over Swan. Yes, it's quite lucky, really. Who's right by the hole yeah, that he's crawled right, out right of? Right by the hole, even though I don't I don't get the I don't get the geography of what's going on in this this last bit. Uh, but yeah, so so weirdly, even though he's been hit with a lead pipe, um, Swan is like he's dying of thirst. Like, I need some water. Yeah. I need some water. So um, Astrid says, I'll go and get you some water. Uh, goes off and wets a handkerchief, comes back and swan, swan tells her about the... The others. The the, yeah, the others. Um, and then dies. Yes. And she's like, oh, oh. Rub, rubbing someone's forehead with a wet hanky. It doesn't do a lot for uh, being hit on the head with a lead pipe. Oh, well. Um, She wasn't a medical doctor, I don't think. Uh, So she goes off to try and find... The others. What he's on about, the others. Which takes about ten minutes. Yeah, about ten minutes. But at this point, she's knee-deep in a a different adventure. So why is she stopping to go... Well, i better do this side quest for this guy I've never met before. Who's obviously got concussion. And I'll just believe what he says. Um, But this is where we then get the sort of the, uh, the revelation, don't we? Cause, um, uh, cause Troughton, uh, well, Doctor has pretended to be Salamander to get into Salamander's HQ. Yep. Uh, which is in Australia still. Um, he meets up with Jamie and Victoria. Uh, Bruce now sort of believes him because of various things that's happened. And so he's given him the benefit of the doubt. Um, but then at the same time, I mean, a lot of things happen at the same time. We haven't even mentioned the caravan. We'll mention that later. Um, at the same time, Giles has hes still got a pass to get into the base. So he he goes into the base, into the records room, and takes the doctor who's in the records room at gunpoint.
0: Hmm.
1: I think it's very hard to remember. It's been a. I've, I've slept on it, and the plot was very convoluted, as it was. Well, Giles uh, thinks. This is, yeah. Giles thinks yeah.
2: the salamander that's in front of him is the real salamander. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: And that's when and so it comes he, out he that blapsed, he is the villain. He? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. is the villain.
1: Yeah. He was behind it, also. He. He uh, created the idea of the underground base. He the took them all down there, machine. didn't he? Yeah. And then, for some reason, um, took Salamander down. To pretend to be the you know, to lend some credence to the story, and then Salamander kicked him out of his own plan Yes, um, it's very, very weird, very, very strange. Um, but it's yeah, so so Bruce, who we thought was a bad guy, is shown to be a good guy, and Giles, who we thought was a good guy, is shown to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Milton Johns is still horrible, he's guy.
2: still Milton Johns, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Because he's trying, he's trying to, um, he's trying to cut down the door with a sparkler gun. Yes. Because he thinks he, yeah, he thinks Salamander's in there. But then Bruce turns up, and Milton Johns immediately, immediately turns into a, a craven wretch, doesn't he? It's like, yeah. uh, no, don't kill me. I'll, I'll blab everything. Yeah. Very, very nice. Very nice. Um, then, because uh, weirdly. Their plan as well, Giles' and Salamander's plan, has also been that they've wired the cave system with enough (laughs) explosives to blow up part of Australia as a final fallback once they're in control of the world. Yes. Didn't didn't quite grasp that. Um, But Salamander, he's come back up the, the back way in, and he shoots... Giles, it's quite bloody for Doctor really. yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, I was quite shocked because we're used to people getting shot and just grabbing their lapel and go, Oh, you got me, and fall into the floor. And this one's like squibs and everything, it's like bloody hell,
2: yeah. But unfortunately, he shot Giles while Giles is stood next to the bloody great lever which yeah. will blow everything up.
1: Yeah, so Giles, uh, he's got enough strength left, so he he blows everything up. Uh, and a load of polystyrene boulders fall from the ceiling uh, and, and do him in. But then the room that the doctor's in with Astrid and that, uh, the doctor's in with um, Victoria and that, is uh, that starts to collapse mm-hmm. and there's polystyrene everywhere. Who's going to sweep that up? I don't know. Um, and then weirdly the doctor says, uh, says to Jamie and Victoria, you go back to the TARDIS and wait for me. And you're thinking, oh, something's going to happen. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so they bug off back to the TARDIS. The, the doctor, Bruce says to the doctor, leave this all to us. You go and get cleaned up and, and go outside. And then we cut to a shot of Jamie waiting outside the TARDIS or in the TARDIS doorway. Um, and what they expect us to believe is the second doctor turns up because he's he's acting in the same sort of slightly concussed way that we last saw the Doctor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, so Jamie invites him into the TARDIS. Uh, but it's quite obviously it's not the Doctor. No. And this is why I don't understand the... Did they give up on the brown face from Episode 2? Because no one goes, well, Doctor, you're turn.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah, good point. Good yeah, point.
1: It's, it's very, very strangely done. So, so, the, uh, Jamie... Jamie says, "Are we not going to leave then, Doctor?" And the, the, the Salamander, who's pretending to be the Doctor, is sort of he motions him, says, "Just you know, motions him to do it." And Jamie's like, "What? You you told us we're never to touch the TARDIS controls." And that's when the second Doctor comes in,
2: and they have their confrontation. They have
1: their confrontation. It's quite nicely done. It's just too short, and it? it's like yeah. I know, evidently, this was horribly tricky to to pull off and cost a, quite a bit in filming it. There's a pre filmed insert and that, but it is nice to finally get this happening. Um, But then, weirdly, um, Salander presses some switches, takes off, presumably, with the door still open, Mm -hmm. and is immediately sucked out
2: into where? We don't see,
1: yeah, into where? Because we don't see the TARDIS sort of taking off or anything. No. So it's like, He's immediately you think, Oh, he's 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 on the beach. Like, oh no, he's in time and space, he's lost. Yeah, and, and oh, that's he's... how it ends. And it's like Yeah. What's what? What? Yeah. Well in Web of Fear that you get the, the the second bit where they're trying to close the TARDIS doors. But do you think they did this so that they could bring Salamander back as like it, it they could he could go to any um... age because he's he's stuck in the time continuum. Um oh, I don't know. I it's don't
2: know. it's
1: very strange. It's, it, it's such a wonderfully odd little story. Um, yeah, I really, it, really like it, but it's so unrepresentational of, of yeah, Doctor Who in that's general. That's a good way of
2: putting it. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, I wasn't expecting some of the twists in it. No. Uh, or the developments that are in it. Yeah.
1: I Imagine if, if you watched, if you watched this for the first time and you you'd had a couple, this would be amazing. Mm. Because you'll get what? Huh? What? I just imagine you're getting more and more shocked. Yeah, it's, um, um, what?
2: Yeah, I was just puzzled yeah. all the way through it. Yeah. What's
1: What's interesting is um, when they when they decided to to finally do because this was this was one that was never novelized for almost to the end of the uh, the target range, and they eventually got Ian Marta to uh, to novelize it, um, who did a great job. But he wrote it as a almost as a James Bond Ian Fleming style book so it's incredibly adult and it it caused an absolute controversy at the time because it contained the word bastard which you, you're not you know children's books you're not meant to do and for everyone that says they weren't children's books yeah they were children's books they were published under a children's books publisher mm. they were aimed at children they were children's books you can enjoy them there's nothing wrong with enjoying children's books don't worry about it, but they were for children, and yeah, there was complaints and everything because it had this swear word in. Oh right, you know, it was oh, I didn't yeah, know that. It was, it was huge at the time. No, it's right. a good, it's actually a really good. Um, it's it's not that it's not screen accurate because Ian Marta just goes off on, you know, flight of fancy, pretty much in describing everything. But it's yeah, it's 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 a nice, uh, it's a nice read. Okay, with the world's most boring cover. Is of it Giles Kent pointing at a switch? Hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right. Uh, so uh, Earth date, like I say, um, yeah. we've we've got two locations. We've got Australia and Hungary in 2018. Yes. And uh, the nearest. I remember we've...
1: volcanoes going off in 2018.
2: Mm, was that no. the you... the what Iceland was? one? Was I was
1: thinking. Yeah. When was that?
2: No, that was about 2012 or something like oh, that, yeah, wasn't yeah.
0: it? Probably.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, the nearest date we've already got on our list <laughs> is one year before, 2017,
0: right.
2: with the 12th Doctor um, in Scotland for the Eaters of
1: Light. Really? Hmm. Do you think he travelled to Scotland on a rocket sled? Okay. <laughs> A rocket ship?
2: I'm quite glad we didn't see those rockets, I don't think they had the money oh, to do it any sort of justice. I suppose uh, they
1: didn't just use like, a, an already existing clip of something like that.
2: You know, like a Saturn V taking off, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um Right. Th- this is going to be tricky because we've got to talk Wait. about the design of Salamander. Yes. Um. It's not. Yes. It's not distinctive, is it?
1: No. Well, the thing is, it's 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 Pat Chauvin with his hair combed slightly differently, with with or without some boot polish on his face, doing the world's most outrageous accent. Um, I think, uh, I suppose, instead of design, I suppose if we look at the idea of it. So, every, every show, if it goes on for long enough, you end up with a doppelganger episode date. Yes. Everything. I mean, Doctor Who did it really early with um, The Massacre of St Bartholomew's Eve. Does anyone still call it that? I don't know. Um, they did it really early in a really weird way. So, this was only the second doppelganger story. And you can see, you can see the appeal of it. But you can also see why the producers didn't like it, because it's incredibly difficult to pull off on a a multi-camera setup um, with, you know, two hours to do your half-hour filming, Mm. and you can't stop the film to have your your actor swap clothes. So I can see why they probably... I bet people suggested this quite often. um, Because Hartnell suggested it, didn't he? he? He put in a story idea where he would play his own evil brother mm. um i don't know whether that was just Hartnell wanting in a couple of paychecks i got the feeling it might have been um but yeah so the the idea is a sound a sound one in fiction that you've got someone that looks i mean it's 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 a stupid idea because even identical twins are not identical you know um so it is a stupid idea, but it's a mainstay. So there's nothing particularly wrong with it, I don't think. Um, and then I suppose if we look at the designers in costume-wise for Salamander, mm. um, it's strange, isn't it?
2: It's not in it's keeping with the it. rest of no. the design of their story, no. is it?
1: No, it's not. It's, it's very, 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 very unusual. What What's your thoughts on convincing this as a Mexican man?
2: Well, that's effectiveness. But if we're yeah. talking about, oh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, true, actually, yeah. you know, just the design, design, it's it's just yeah. you know it's stock costumes from out yeah. of the out of the cupboard. I mean, I've I've only given him a four because yeah, it is oh, wow. I, below average. Yeah,
1: I'd I'd give him a five as a as a, an absolutely bog standard. Mm. Um, but yeah, I can understand. I can understand a four
2: all right well that's four and a half on you know design effectiveness i mean it's that accent you know yeah. I, I, it is patrick troughton but he he, he, yeah. he is medicine
1: salamander oh, yeah. I, this is a re- i found this one really difficult because by any account it's it's a weird and unconvincing performance mm. but it's also mesmerizing and you do at no, at no point do you not believe these are two separate characters. Mm, true. Troughton's so good. I mean, I, I, I don't know why they had him do the accent. That's the only weird bit, really, for me. But I think Trouton does such a good job in in the actual characterisation that it sort of... It, it, it builds into the belief that, like, later on, where you're not meant to know which one's which.
0: Yeah.
1: And it, it's so, I think it sort of works to a certain extent like that. Um... But, I, yeah, it's he's chilling, <laughs> but he's also charming. Um, it's it's weird one to score this. I mean, I'm I'm going to go seven, I think. For for effectiveness. All right,
2: I I put six. Yeah. So it's the
1: accent. It's the accent doing it in, isn't it? That's
2: it is. Thing. Yeah, yeah. If it had yeah. been a better accent or something yeah. just completely different. I wonder why they
1: didn't go with German. Because Trouton can do a really good German accent. Mm. And it, to be fair, he's doing a German accent in most of this. Yeah. I just don't know why. Did they think that would be too clichéd, you know?
2: Yeah, it might have been just too obvious.
1: Perhaps they thought, well, you could never get, a, a you know, a, a German that wanted to rule the world and destroy everything. That's just not
2: going to happen, <laughs> is it? Um, all right, so that gives him an adversary rating of five and a half. Right, okay. which yeah, I think
1: slightly above average. I think that's fair. Yeah, slight, <laughs> okay. only
2: slightly. Yeah, that puts him in a caravan where yep. he'll be lording it up with uh, the Vaud. Oh right, okay, yeah. A And the Rutons.
1: Yep. Oh, so he, he can um, he can ask the Ruton to uh, do his impression of uh, Bruce.
2: R- of Ruben, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, go and do Bruce. Go now. You've got the, you've got the mutton chops wrong. Yeah. I think right. he'll enjoy it. Actually, and he can discuss with the board, um, the benefits of uh, PVC.
2: Yes, I? yeah, they know all about There's that. a choice. Yes, so. yeah. All right, uh, let's do Bennick as well, though, shall we? Bennick, Be- yes. because he is a he is an adversary in this. What do you think about the design of old Milton Johns in his you know collar and his shoulder pads and that hairdo?
1: It's it's bizarre. Um, I'm not sure what they were aiming at. I'm not sure what they were aiming at on it. It's it's very memorable. That hairdo is just is just astonishing. <laughs> it's it's it doesn't really fit anything in the rest of the show because everyone else is sort of fairly normal haircuts and that, aren't they? Even yeah. even Trout, although he's got he's, you know he's got basically a very part in that, but yeah, it, it's such a an unusual design. It's very memorable. Um, I, I'm going to give him a, a six and a half on design.
2: <laughs> Snap. That's exactly wow. what I've put. I have put six and a half. Yeah. For eg- exactly what you said. Yeah. yeah. Six and a half. Sure. Oh, good, good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we agree on that. Uh, but how effective is Milton? This,
1: yeah, this this is... This is... Uh, I don't know. Well, it's, it's difficult in one respect, but it's not difficult because he's amazingly effective. He's... Like say, I think this is the pinnacle role for mm. John's. Yeah, he's never, totally he's never at his smarmier. And I, like say, when he's when he's torturing or threatening, not even torturing, but he's threatening to torture um, uh, Farrier. I I was actually sort of on the edge of my seat. It's like, ooh, this guy is awful. Mm. So I, I I'm going to give him an eight and a half.
2: Eight and a half. All right, mm. almost snapped that time. I gave him an eight. All right, okay. so that's eight point two five. All right, all right. So that yeah, yeah. Agree with everything you just said as well. So, eight point two five plus six point five divided by two equals seven point three seven five. So that's seven point four. All right. He has can't, an adversary can't rating.
1: Else. On that, can we? Well, I
2: mean, you know, Salamander was five and <coughs> a half. Yeah. You know the main villain of the story is five and a half, but he's upstaged by Benick at seven point four. Yeah. Have we got a seven? Yep, well, we have, have we got, got to- a caravan oh, my
1: God.
2: number seven point
1: four. Uh, are we going to feel sorry for whoever he's sharing with?
2: Well, uh, first of all, you've got the half-faced man. Oh, right. Okay. You know, from the um, yeah. uh, the Capaldi <coughs> story. Yep. Yeah. And then you've got the Atraxi, the flying eyeball. Oh, God.
1: I think he'd, he'd probably get on with both of them. I think.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: He'd start threatening to put out that eyeball, wouldn't he? <laughs> he would
2: with a big stick. Yeah. So, all right, that's the caravan sorted. Uh,
1: do you think it's um, Do you think it's actually Jaws's uh, caravan? Because it, it the, the budget's so low because they've spent it all on the hovercraft. For, like, two episodes, the Doctor and Giles are in a caravan. Yes, yeah. And I was thinking, can I think of any other drama that takes place in a caravan?
2: No, usually caravans, it's Alan Partridge and things like that, isn't it? Yeah,
1: there's a a lovely scene where um, Bruce comes in with the guard, and to threaten Giles, he has the guard break his nice crockery. Yes. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, This story, uh, uh, is it in your top ten
1: ever? I... I was thinking of this. I was really thinking of this, um, and it was a difficult one because I thoroughly enjoy it. I think it's it's. I think yeah, I'm going to have to put it in my top ten. I think because I got. I think this is. I won't say this is the best trouton, but this is probably one of the best Troutons. Um, All right. I don't think it's going to go high in my top ten. But what what have I got at number ten?
2: Ten is uh, the very first Matt Smith, the eleventh hour.
1: Oh no, oh no! People are going to hate me if I can out that. But I'm going to have to. Yeah, I'm going to put it in at number ten, and Matt Smith drops drops. It's off. not
2: it's not above Attack of the Cybermen. That's what you've got at nine.
1: No, 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 don't. No. All right, okay. I'd still rather watch a bit, of Colin. But I, I think I don't I don't think it will last long in the top 10, but I do think it's worthy of it. All right. Um, what, what, what was your thoughts on it as a, a story as a whole? It's just
2: an oddity. I mean, you know, yeah. there are some really good performances in it, and I, I quite like the idea that um, the story isn't predictable, you know? There yeah. was, that, that's that's that, what I
1: liked about it, yeah. Yeah, it's, there were sharp
2: turns that I wasn't expecting.
1: Because yeah. so many of and of stories, once they hit that formula of The Base Under Siege, it dead ended Doctor Who for almost the whole run of Trouton's stories. Yes, and while they can be enjoyable, I, I don't think you would ever call Trouton's run surprising, except for this one, which is like it. It almost feels like Barry Lex and David Whitaker were both trying to go. We need to push this format. Mm. Um, I don't know whether they succeeded one hundred percent, but. Yeah, I think it's, it's such a worthy try.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. Um, no, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was enjoyable, but yeah. uh, I'm not putting it on my top ten. No. All right. I'm, I'm well, all you're leaving.
1: much more choosy
2: than me. So. I am, I'm a bit picky, yeah. yes. Yeah. All right, uh, very brief behind the scenes. Uh, I've already mentioned it. This is the first story to be directed by Barry Letts. Yeah. And it was the last story to be produced by Sidney Newman.
1: Oh, um, I did not know that.
2: This is where his contract was yeah. up, and he said goodbye to the show. So
1: he went back to Canada, didn't he? Or?
2: I think he did, yes, yeah. yeah. And said at the beginning of the show, I mean, for the longest time, only episode three existed. Yeah. That was on The Lost in Time. That's hideously outdated, that DVD box set. Now. Is, There's yes, so many. Yeah. Luckily, Which so many good. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I, a good I, thing.
1: I like that. And, uh, yeah, for, 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 certainly until it was recovered, this was very much... Um, thought of as a duff old story by fandom, and you can sort of see why because the only existing episode was really boring. Mm. And when you read the plot, when you're not experiencing the plot and you just read it, oh, uh, there's a double of the Doctor and he's using a, a, a underground machine to cause a volcano. It's like ah, oh, it sounds like um, the underwater menace again, doesn't it? It's like ah, oh. so I think it's one of those where you had to see it to get
2: it yes to yeah.
1: understand it yeah, yeah, I'm, no,
2: I'm glad I finally got it yeah, um, yeah. um yeah and I, I'm glad I didn't know anything about it either I think that,
1: that that's really made my day that you didn't no um, because it's so rare isn't it I know you know I know sort of I, I've I'm, I've seen everything <laughs> that's that's available um but I, I would love for them to find a complete story that I wasn't that familiar like um I'd love if they found something like the savages cause I really don't know much about that story. Right. Um, I'd love that. Although that also contains people in brown face. So oh yeah. God, can we ever get away from
2: that? <laughs> All right. Uh, before we go, um, I've got a little bit of feedback.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, um, not a shout out. Feedback. Well, shout out, feedback, call it what you will. Uh, both from our Neo's as, uh parent site and oh, both from Mark, right? Okay. Um, the first comment, he he, he pointed out that, um, you know, all Classic Who is available now on BritBox. Oh, okay. um, do you have BritBox?
1: I don't know. I, is it available in this country?
2: I think it is.
1: Yeah. is I, it, I to, Perhaps it's not available elsewhere. I've heard of it.
2: Yeah, um, I, I've heard of it. But no, yeah. I mean, you know, I subscribe, I pay monthly to, you know, Netflix and Ama- yeah. Amazon Prime and Disney Plus. The day, yeah. There's just too many. You know.
1: Also, I mean, I'm I'm lucky enough that I bought all the Twos as they were released monthly. Yeah. You know, or bi-monthly or whatever. So I've got them all, and most other, most other sci-fi stuff that I want to watch, I have got on disc. Yeah, and
2: things like for for me, you know, all the things that I like, you know, like Forty Towers or whatever, Young Ones, Bottom. I've I've got them all already. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So thanks for the uh, heads up there, Mark. Uh, We're we'll passing that on now in the uh, in the show to anyone who um, didn't know yeah. that all classic who is on BritBox. And the other thing he says um, is a response to our Dalek special. Oh, yeah. Our the epic. Long yes. Long and special. he says, uh, this is from Mark. I like listening to the longer podcasts. I play it in the car and it takes my mind off all the doom and gloom we have to put up with you with these days a couple of hours of, of escapism can't be bad and so uh, very, very
1: nice words
2: yeah very nice words and also i mean it it, it works the other way for us doesn't it in that yes. um you know i'm very pleased that mark you know it takes his mind off of all the doom and gloom but you and i doing these shows yeah it's not just yeah, yeah it's not just recording it it's researching it it's thinking about it you know it is a yeah. massive distraction from all this nonsense that's been going on for the last, you know, nearly two years, isn't it?
1: Yeah, because because we we only really, I mean, we we sort of fell into it as well, didn't we? We didn't like the Blake Seven in character. We did as as a test and to you know because we you know, we enjoy chatting about it and that. Mm. But yeah, I don't look at it as I, I look forward to uh, Tuesday night when we record. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Top two. It's like except when we hit new <laughs> who we <look> <laughs> well that's um, still
2: quite yeah. a way away you it know is,
1: thank goodness yeah, yeah we got pertory next yeah This'll be good yeah do you want a
2: clue good. go on that's a brilliant segue thank you very much for that ian hey, right i think you'll get it with this clue okay all right i think you will i think i think i think you're knowledgeable enough that you'll get this right listener okay. will you get this and will you get it before ian all right. very probably yes. so yeah next time it is John Pertwee and yep. next time we have got two adversaries
1: hold on let me think two adversaries two adversaries okay that could be any number of stories right
2: the next bit I was going to say is from two different planets
1: oh two adversaries from two different planets okay okay is it no, it can't be Curse of Peladon. That's got adversaries from lots of different planets. No, go on, another.
2: Well, the the third bit was going to say an Patsy third adversary.
1: Oh, so it is.
2: Uh... It is Curse of Peladon. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> because the actual bad guys in it are Hepesh. Yep. Arcturus. Yep. And they stage the big furry Agadon. Door, door, door push right. by Yeah. Do we have
1: to do uh Monster of Paladin as well?
2: No, no, because oh, there's good. no Hippish and there's no Arcturus. No, that's true. Right? There's an Agador, but he's There's an Agador and it, but it's still John Pertwee, so it, it, yes. it, it's relevant. So we can still you know, it's is a uh, third yeah. doctor uh enclosed. Adversary thing. Oh, so, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I, I agree with that reasoning completely. Um, oh, this, this is going to be a good one. There's yeah. so much to talk about on this. We one.
2: have an awful lot. To, yes. <laughs> yeah, you've got quite a cast Probably. list, and it is almost yeah. an, an Agatha Christie who is behind it yes. all. But ultimately, spoilers, it is Hepesh and Arcturus, isn't it?
1: Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, some great characters and a, a massive penis in a cloak.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> More because you want.
2: Who um, who unfortunately will not be going on our adversary list, no. you know?
1: How effective was Alfred Sunchure? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is a bizarre creation. What yeah. were they thinking? Yeah, what no no no. Thinking? Hold on, hold on, wait a week. Yes. We've got to talk oh, about it in a week. This, this all right?
1: Is, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Okay. We're
2: off to Peladon. Yeah. Another Trouton as well, day. aren't we? We're, we're, oh, we're, yes, we're, we're, we're yes, talking yeah, Trouton as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's in, uh, he's in weird kinky boots as well.
2: He, I, I think they might be Astrid's. We've got to look more closely. Could, actually,
1: yeah, we could, perhaps we better look. <laughs> yeah, has it been staring us in the face all this time?
2: All this time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah.
1: he mentions his Earth mother. Yes. Was it Astrid?
2: I reckon Patrick nicked death, him.
1: Yeah, on her deathbed, she, uh, she said, My son, one day all this will be yours, but in the meantime... Here's my, Here's my boots. PVC boots. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: all right, to be continued in 7 days, all yeah, right. Good stuff, good stuff. All right. Okay. Nice See you man. then then. Right.
1: Thanks then. Bye. Bye. Bye.